Let me invite us to turn in our Bibles to Luke chapter 2, and I'm going to read to us from the first seven verses of that chapter, Luke chapter 2. Let's hear God's Word. In those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration when Quirinius was governor of Syria. And all went to be registered, each to his own town. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth, to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. And while they were there, The time came for her to give birth, and she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling cloths and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the inn. This is God's word. I don't know about you, but with... Each passing year, I feel more and more sympathy with Scrooge. (laughs) Who even likes eggnog, anyway? All this Christmas sentimentality, we sing about it being the most wonderful time of the year. But if truth be told... The last two years have been absolutely awful for most people. And it can feel like with all this sentimental stuff in the air, uh, rubbing salt in the wounds, at least aggravating. But what if there is a real Christmas? That's what the Bible is talking about. That's what Luke is here talking about. He is telling us a story that he says really happened to them then, and it can really happen to us now. It really happened to them then. He explains this because it was registered Formerly by the Roman Empire. Just think about it. The most powerful empire in history, many would say, registered this moment in history. Uh, Luke emphasizes it four times. uh, Verse 1, Caesar Augustus, that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration. And then again and again, four times in these verses, that they would be registered, recorded. Now, those of us who've perhaps looked into these things may know that skeptics used to say that this registration under the governor of Syria, Quirinius, was actually much later because an ancient uh, historian known as Josephus said that uh, uh, Quirinius was governor about 10 years later after this account. And so many skeptics used to doubt that Luke was actually recording what really happened. But truth be told... 
it has been discovered that there was an ancient inscription that recorded that indeed Quirinius was governor previous to that of a larger area, including Syria. In fact, Luke's account is credible. He got it right. Surprise, surprise. It was registered by the Roman Empire. It really happened them to them then. But not only was it registered, it was predicted. Think of this. Luke is saying, and he uh, implicates this in, in, uh, in, uh, in verse 4 when he says that, that, that they went up to, uh, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem because he was the house and lineage of David. Uh, Luke is saying in that verse, it, 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 it's implicated that there is a fulfillment of a prediction that from Micah chapter 5, verse 2, But you, O Bethlehem, though you are little among all the clans of, of Judah, out of you will come ruler in Israel, of one who is from everlasting. The ancient of days will be born in Bethlehem. A prophecy, no less, that was written 700 years before the event. At a human level, it seemed as if Caesar Augustus gave the decree, but Luke is saying, actually, this was in truth decreed by God himself before the Roman Empire even existed, 700 years before the event. It was predicted. But not only was it registered and predicted, it was unexpected, surprising. While they were there, the time came for her to give birth. And she gave birth to her firstborn and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger. C.S. Lewis put it, there was a time when something bigger than our whole world was in a stable. The king of kings, the everlasting, the ancient of days, in a feeding trough. For animals. Who would have thought it? Who could have made it up? It is truth stranger than fiction. Registered, predicted, uh, deeply unexpected. Rochelle and I went uh, to uh, dinner with a, uh, a few friends uh, the other evening. And after dinner, we, we played a little game together, which is called Truth or, F- or Fiction. And what you have to do is you have to come up with three statements, and uh, the others have to guess which of those three statements is a lie. Two are true, one is a lie. You, you'll be glad to know that I turned out to be quite bad at lying. Uh, the, 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 the untruth I told was uh, that when I played rugby, which indeed I did play rugby, when I played rugby, I broke both my arms. Now, I did break both my arms, and I did play rugby, but I didn't break both my arms playing rugby, and I thought that was a good ruse, but they all, they all seemed to see right through me. Here we have an event registered, predicted, Deeply unexpected. Listen. If you want to deconstruct something, deconstruct the fables of the fiction of skepticism, but construct your life on the ground of the stable. It's solid ground. 
But not only did it really happen to them then, it can really happen to us now. Luke, as he tells this story, is not merely intending to tell us that this is something that happened. He's telling in such a way that he offers us an invitation to. That's why he emphasizes that it is global. All the world. Uh, And then all went to be registered. Uh, Luke is saying, Jesus, the God in human flesh, is not a minority report for one particular tribe. He's the whole world. Every nation. Every color. Every race. Every socio-economic class. Every age. The whole world. He's global. But not only is he global, he's also local. Sometimes you think of a global invitation as being too big to get your heart and your mind around. But, uh, but no, this, this babe that was born in Bethlehem is deeply local, each to his own town. This is an invitation not just for the whole globe, not just global, it's local. Not, it's, it's also an invitation to Wheaton to Lombard, to Glen Ellen, to your neighborhood and your streets, to your little area, to the south side of Chicago and the north side, your locality, there's an invitation. It can happen locally as well as globally. It's global, it's local, but then also And I think in many ways, most profoundly, not only is it global and local, it is also personal. There's a personal invitation here. Of course, there were those who rejected Jesus. There was no place for them in the inn. And yet there was the one who received Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, and laid him in a manger. Luke is saying to us that here this this babe born in a manger is offering a deeply personal invitation to each and every single one of us. How silently, how silently the wondrous gift is given when God imparts to human hearts the blessing of his heaven. No ear may hear his coming, but in this world of sin, when meek souls receive him, still, the dear Christ enters in. Listen, my dear friend, the Lord Jesus Christ, who did not scorn a feeding trough 
for his divine presence. If you open the doors of the inn of your heart, will come in. It happened then, then. It can happen to us now, too. I I, um, was somewhat amused to discover, I I watched one of those Hallmark Christian uh, movies, the the other, and that's probably what made me feel like Scrooge. (laughs) And as I finished watching it, and it was in its normal, typical, vaguely romantic way, interesting, I decided I would do a brief internet search as to how many movies, Hallmark Christian movies, have been made between the years of 2000 and 2017. According to IMDB, the website, between 2000 and 2017, there have been, wait for it, 174 Hallmark Christian movies, Christmas movies, which seemed a lot. And then I decided, I wonder whether the number of them being made is increasing or decreasing. So I searched how many Hallmark Christmas movies have been made in 2022 alone. Forty. Four zero. They're all very well in their own kind of way. They can amuse, but not heal. They can entertain you, but not set you free. They can distract you, but not save you. This Christmas, don't don't just have a, a hallmark Christmas. Have a really happy one, or a merry one. Real Christmas, the Christ who was born in the manger, by his Spirit, if you receive him still, the dear Christ enters in. And that, that's a Christmas worth having. Let's pray together. Just take a moment now in the quiet this Christmas Eve. uh, To think of him who was born. It really happened to them then. Not a fable, not a fiction. But then also in the quiet. To open up the, the door of your heart. To ask the Lord to come and cast out your sin. 
Oh Lord God, would you by your Spirit come and work among us that this Christmas we would all have this real Christmas, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen.